This is the Gamer Jester Gaming Update Podcast with podcast episode number 23 with your hosts, uh, Angrod and Shamrock. <laughs> Stuttered on our names a little bit there. We forgot who we were. <laughs> so, uh, first off, I'm just going to start us off here. In case everyone's watching this right now, tomorrow is May the 4th. Be with you. It's free comic book day. Free comic book day. And unfortunately, that also, we do have some sad news to share with you on that. On yeah. the May the 4th. Unfortunately, very fitting, though, that uh, that would happen right before May the 4th. Although, you yeah. know, kind of unironically, if you will. But, right before Star Wars Day. Yes, we're talking about Star Wars Chewbacca actor Peter Mayhew. You guys will know him. He played these, uh, Chewbacca for a very long time, actually. Right until, what was it, the the 2015 movie. The, uh, the, oh my god, I'm blanking on the name now. And I saw it, too. And, uh, I'm going to let you guess it. <sighs> oh, the Last Jedi. You won't get it. Was it, was so it, after, was it the last Jedi? No, I thought he was. Uh, it was the Force Awakens, and there was the last Jedi. Was, was he the last Jedi? I last thought he was the Force Awakens. Was the last one he did? Was it? I didn't. I wasn't sure. He's under a mask. I didn't look up the actors. Because <laughs> he had. Um, that's when he had like a body double. The new guy took over. Huh, that's and, odd. Why would they? Maybe he was sick. Well, yeah, they, he was. He was. Um, because he retired right around then. From what I was hmm. reading, he had retired and. Uh, yeah, Body Double was filling in for half the movie, and then after that, so it may have been The Force Awakens, and I should have remembered that Force Awakens, because my brain was just like, I was thinking of all those memes where uh, uh, Yoda was uh, asleep, and then people were like, The Force needs five more minutes, and uh, <laughs> even though Yoda wasn't in the movie, which... Yeah, but <laughs> we got Witch Star Wars Day, May the 4th, Free comic book day. I just have a little glimpse we'll go through of um, sneak peek of what to look forward to. So they got their typical, their usual ones, like the Riverdale comic. You got um, uh, Stranger Things has a comic coming out. A free Hello, one Kitty. Hello, Kitty. Hello. Yeah, they always have one. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, they got their Avengers. They always have an Avengers one. Doctor Who... The Descendants, which this is a little strange from the way the movie and now looking at how they look here. It's, it's a little kiddied up. Bloodshot. I'm looking forward to this one. Bloodshot. They got you, your Pokemon in there. Well, they always have a Pokemon. It seems like a yeah. lot of them are very, uh, a lot of them are very, because I'm looking at the list now that you brought it up. I'm like, looks like a lot of them are very much the. Um... Got your cyberpunk going. A lot of them are very similar, similar to what they've been. Yeah, I year. mean, a Minecraft comic. But Mine. every year, they kind of have similar, same. They're general ones that have a free one every year. And then they always have, like, that really good one that pops out at you. Oh, like, it's totally Bob's Burgers this year. Yeah, you got to get that Bob's Burger in. <laughs> I'm looking through the list. I'm just trying to see what, like, strikes out at me. Oh, here we go. Vampirella, 50th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, good old Vampirella. And you got your usual, your Spider-Man. And I'm just going through the list really quick. If um, oh, I just realized showing them off, I'll have to read some of them. For the people who aren't watching the video and only listening, we got Midnight Sky, um, Hope. Street Fighter's in there. There's a Street Fighter. I guess I should, 
read what some of them are about, but that'll take up too much time. We just want to breeze through these a little quick. Plus, I mean, you guys can all check them out. May 4th, you can go and get them. And yeah, here's the Street Fighter one right or now. Or you can view the whole thing at freecomicbookday.com slash catalog. Uh, yeah, that, that too. You can see them there. But <laughs> Oh, My Hero Academia comic. But I would say just get out there and go pick up some. And get out uh, early. Get out early. That's what we've learned in the past is to get out early because depending on where you live... Well, for me, now that I live where I live and we have... We, we have a surprising amount of comic book shops around us. It may not be as difficult. But if you're in a small area like where I used to live, you know, and you only had maybe one comic book shop every 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's then, where I'm at now. So I have to I have to do a little bit of traveling to get to my comic books. So. Yeah, I would definitely suggest if you've never been to one, oh God, the earlier the better. I would say before noon. Definitely before, maybe before 11. Yeah, I usually go about, I mean, as long as you go before noon, you're usually good. Mm. Um, the smaller places, they sell out pretty fast, but the bigger places, they usually have a larger quantity, but they also get bigger crowds. A lot of the comic book stores also do a bunch of fun things, like they'll do a cosplay. If you're in the cosplay, they do costume contests, mm. they do giveaways, they have events, they have sales on their comics. So it's the perfect time to get out, get a free comic book, and buy some comics you're looking forward to on sale. Now, generally, a lot of times, sometimes don't don't have too high of expectations for it because sometimes they're not going they're not going to be the best. But a lot of times, some of them are just kind of teasers of what you can expect in the series, and some of them are actually good. So. Just tamper your expectations if you've never been to one, is <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. So, check it out. And moving on to our next big topic we have. This is um, the one I have the most news about. The one that's the biggest hyped game, which is probably, I'm thinking, going to snipe Game of the Year right now. Uh, we had a few contestants. We were talking about this before when we thought um, some games that were potential for Game of the Year, like Resident Evil, Kingdom Hearts, they're going to be runner-ups. Uh, what was there was another one we said might have potential. Yeah, we said they may be days gone, depending how that went. And That's actually it's. I think it looks good, but it's getting a, like a seven. It's getting an average review. I don't think it's up. It's about a seven. The people like it, but critics are giving it better. That's uh, usually how it goes. Yeah. Sometimes usually how but, that goes, but. Game yeah, there was getting my vote, I think. Oh, sorry, you can say something. No, I was just going to try to predict what you were going to say. Uh, oh, I see, know what, what game you're thinking. Let's hear it. You're we'll thinking <laughs> You're thinking Hello Kitty Cruisers 2. That's exclusive. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's exactly it. And here we got it. No, we're talking about Borderlands 3, am I? <laughs> Borderlands 3. My psychic power is correct. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty close. They're about right on there. Hello, Kitty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just get the trailer up really quick here. Um, oops, I put it on the wrong window. My apologies. One second on this delay. I got it backwards here. And do you think it's actually gonna be any? I mean, be like story-wise, where's it going? Do we? What the? Now the trailer. You broke the internet. <laughs> I got the wrong one. My apologies again. 
I'm really... This is what happens when you bring up Hello Kitty Cruisers 2. Now, if that actually ends up being a game, I, you know... Fun there fact, Sorry actually. About that. <laughs> I'll get to that after, but yeah, fun fact for you after. So, Borderlands 3, the demo is out. In the demo, Gearbox lets players use uh, two... They had two announced Vault Hunters. The first one was Siren, which we all... You know Siren. Everyone knows they have a new Siren, Amara, and a skilled operative, uh, Zane Flint. So both characters, which are very different classes from each other, they go into encounters. Um, Amara is very unlike all the other Sirens. Like we had Lilith in one and May, Maya, Maya in mm-hmm. two. How they're more ranged uh, assassin kind of classes, where they use ranged powers. This one's a bit more of like a brood. Bro- Bruiser type who gets right in the middle of the combat. They charge in, they attack them front lines and all that. Uh, Zane, meanwhile, can use drones to fire on enemies, set up decoys. Um, the decoys also help him fight and exchange places with the decoy. So he can set up a decoy, move out of location, and switch location, uh, switch positions with the decoy really fast. So you got a bunch of new little tactics and abilities and really fun to jump on Mm. into. So they put in um, the single player, put you in with an AI during story campaigns to help you and aid you. And you even eventually meet Zero, the ninja from Borderlands 2. And one of the big things that they're really pushing is this uh, AI. Yeah, the AI. Because... Like now they're put they made this game focus more around co-op than it is single player. So well, I am seeing that because if I'm reading in the description hearing what you're saying, yeah, I am hearing a lot of uh, talk about the about the oh my god about the co-op that you just mentioned. Yeah, that's literally in the description that I'm reading right now because I I'm brushing up on my uh, my Borderlands here. So <laughs> well. That's where the game, is, um, they definitely built it around more co-op because yeah. they put a bunch of co-op type skills. Like, um, And personally, I always found this game best played as co-op. I found the single player a little boring, but co-op made it a lot more fun. But they're adding the new skills that are focusing around like reviving. So they added the AI in story mode to help show off the new skills that they add. Mm. So when someone dies, you can help revive them. Your AI can come and revive you. Oh, damn. Yeah. So they got that instance going instead of instantly dying like before. So you think and it's going to be like a very uh, smart system with the, the, the AI being able to do that? Or is it going to just be like... Yeah, no, they showed it off that they have the AIs able to come and revive you. But it's not going to be like a stupid AI where it's just going to like be like, Oh, duh, I don't know where the heck you're laying at. <laughs> no, no, it won't be like... I mean, it's still an AI, so it won't be perfect. But it won't be... It'll. They will... They can... They have the brain knowledge to come and get you and revive you. That's interesting. Is that I don't think any I don't can't think of any other game that's doing that right now with an AI. AI reviving. Yeah. Is there is that a popular thing? I don't play a lot of first person shooters, so I could be wrong. There is. Yeah. There's actually. It'll run us into another topic. I'll bring it up right at the end here, and I'll tell you the game, which will tread the uh, line us right into our next game. But let me finish up these news here quick. It's uh. Loot instancing is Hmm. the next big topic on Borderlands 3. Um, So regardless of the character's level, all loot will be uh, appropriate for their level. If a character's level like 50 and they join in their level level 10 friend or something or level 5 friend, Hmm. the loot will be um, 
set up geared towards their own gameplay. The individual so, player, or a, yeah, the individual. So it player. won't it won't dumb it down to have like okay, yeah. you know, like I'm level fifty, but I'm playing with a level five, so my loot's gonna be level. Yeah, five. before you would just get level five loot and it wouldn't even be worth it. Now you can help your friend. And say I binge play and I play it real a lot. I get to level fifty, and Which you just you buy the game tomorrow. You just buy the game the next day, so I can still help you and hmm. pick up the loot. One thing and that I—I I mean, you might get to this, but uh, I don't want to cut you off. One thing I find is interesting is since we're on the topic of loot and skills and all that, there's supposed to be a huge integration with Twitch. Did you hmm. hear about this? I didn't hear about that. You know how that works? Uh, basically, you know, it's going to have a thing to where you're going to be able to, if you're watching someone play the game on Twitch, viewers who will be watching you on Twitch will be able to explore the streamer's inventory and their skill tree and their hmm. special chest and will offer them opportunity awesome. for the viewers to receive the same game gun item that the stream finds via the way of a shift code that they could enter into their own game. Basically, very much saying, scaled appropriately to their character's level, which was what you were just talking about with, you know, getting the loot. So it's another way for players to acquire more, which is okay, really well, cool. <laughs> now you got to keep an eye on that. Let me know how... I'll keep an eye on it, too. I was going to wait on Borderlands 3, but now I think this is my next buy at launch game, so I can jump right in, stream it, twitch it, and have the Twitch viewers be able to get... Oh, yeah, that's going to be for... hugely popular when it comes to Twitch. And, uh, you know, especially because... Uh, especially with that integration of having, you know... especially People who are getting the game on launch and they're going to want the best, you know, the best gear. And if other people are playing it, they're going uh, to, you know... That might yeah. pi it might be piggybacking, but it's going to fucking work. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, if it helps rewards my viewers... Tune in, check us out, watch us play, talk That's with us, true. and then you get rewarded. <coughs> but don't finish that up entirely, because I do have some also news with that. But just continue with what you were saying, and then if you uh -huh. don't cover it, I will cover it. Sure. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> mine, I have more about the loot. Um, I forgot where I left off here. Oh, so one player taking the loot doesn't remove it from the other player's world. That's another thing. Uh, I know when I played Borderlands 1 and 2, playing with my friend, we fought over the loot. We raced towards, we mm. like purposely try to set each other up so that you can like shoot a barrel and blow it up to knock them down so that you can get to the loot faster. We we were those kind of jerks who did that to each other all the time. So you were that person middle. that no one wants to yeah. play with because they do that. No, no, no. Then. He did it to me more so than I did it to him. So it's fair. It was an even trade-off. I, mean, I don't think that makes it any better. But I, I mean, that's just where we were always racing towards the loot. So this time now, the loot doesn't be removed from the player's world. Um, the enemies will also be level appropriate for every character. Uh, this mode can be turned off to play just like classic Borderlands multiplayer. But it's ideal for both players because you can... Um, I think it works a lot better like this way. And then this also, this picks up the story from... Uh, is, it a, is it Tails? Yeah. Yeah, you so. got, um, what was his name? Rius? Following right after Rius. Alright. So, giving our viewers here, or, or listeners, depending where you're listening, a sense of, sense of purpose here. Now you know where the story is following, you know what to expect, 
what else can you tell us from from that? Well, from what I have, mostly this game plays really similar to uh, the same, the Borderlands that you know that you've been playing. It's there's not a lot different. It's the gameplay is still the same. They just added new characters, new skills, new guns, new levels, new maps, new abilities, things like that. That's all the stuff that's new. But it plays the exact same as like the older Borderlands, just with some newer stuff added in. Well, that's a bit exciting. And didn't you? You said you. Yes, had some... I did. I just I didn't want to cut you off. I was to say we were talking about uh, PS4, Xbox One, and. There's a catch with PC, where is it? What? Oh right, right. E- Epic Game Store has it for six month exclusive. Yep. So, so I do have that. I want to. I wasn't going to talk to that. I didn't know what your thing was, so I wasn't going to bring this up just yet. Yep. Yeah, that's all I had I about. Have, <laughs> I just wanted I to have, have the exclusive news. Yeah. <laughs> I do have the release dates. It's on PlayStation Four, Xbox One and pc september 13 but everyone's saying it's not released on pc until next year because it's only going to epic game store mm. it's an epic exclusive until april 2020 and then it's going to steam after april 2020 it's a whole so nother are, topic for a whole nother day with those two yeah. <laughs> so people aren't even considering it a pc release anymore everyone in the comments are like yeah too bad we don't pc doesn't get it but but you are PC getting it getting you're just getting it on epic games <laughs> I mean, I personally, I don't, I don't use the Epic Game Store except for the the free games that they have every once in a while. Which, by the way, for the next two weeks is World of Goo. But now I feel like the uh, the free games that they were started that they're offering, like they started off so strong with their free games, and now it's just like, now it's like, what the hell are you doing to me, man? Yeah, I but mean, can't complain for free, I guess. Nah, I mean, yeah. Look at uh, Sony; they had a long, good run of good free games and then they start slowing down now you start having well now of- this month with sony isn't bad we have something and something i forgot oh my yeah. god i forgot something, what they are something uh, and something it's on our facebook page which check it it's overcooked overcooked one of them and I, I literally forgot the other one but it's the first overcooked which is kind of which is okay but overcooked 2 is where the money's at man but i guess that's why it's yeah, not free game. <laughs> yeah that's the, well, Overcooked 2 is still pretty much new. It came out just a couple months ago. Well, so that's sure. why it hasn't really, which I'm surprised it's actually been on sale. But um, it's still pretty new. Yeah. And, and it had this historical low price not too long ago. It was like $15. $15 and I was like, that's where I should have snatched it at. But nope. Yeah, that's where we should have picked it up. And that's Well, I have it. I'm waiting for you to pick it up. So we can I know. I'm still waiting. I feel like it's going to be $10 any day now. And... Because I know yeah. what happens. When I buy games, they go on sale. Like, I mean, they already are. I pretty much only buy them on sale. But I'm saying, when I buy a game, it will go, I'll buy it for what I think is an amazing deal, best price it's ever been. And then the next sale, which happens to be two weeks later, they're like half off of what I just paid for it. <laughs> yeah. But it happens. I mean, I've been there a lot. I bought games and got them for free. Like Killing Floor 2, I bought that full price, and it was on uh, a couple months later. It was free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, damn. I just got that for free in a, in a bundle, so I'm happy. Much yeah. better than the first. Not to go too far off topic, but a lot better than the first Killing Floor. But Yeah, I mean, they, they improved it a lot, and I really liked Killing Floor 2. 
yeah, it's definitely interesting. A lot of improvements, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> moving along, so moving we have... away from Borderlands now, I'll leave the trail the little gameplay we got here. Keep playing so you can check it out more. But um, do you have another topic or? No, I had the only thing we well sort of kind of we were going to talk about. I don't have the exact specifics of all of it, but we are talking about in our conversation earlier. We're talking about the Madbox gaming console. And that was supposed to be this whole big thing that was going to rival, I guess they were trying to rival, you know, the, the PS4 and the, the Xbox. And it was supposed to be like this big, like, this big 4K streaming console. And, uh, so now, because ever since the Stadia, Google Stadia came out, or not, it hasn't come out yet, but the news of Google Stadia, which is supposed to be offering up to 8K, you know, and being the most power, basically being the most powerful way to play a game that kind of just put the whole, you know, now Madbox doesn't know if they're coming out. They don't know if it's going to even be a thing. The company that's behind it basically is saying we're delayed to an unspecified time. Yeah, so that's where mostly in the interview they had, they pretty much said, all I can say at this stage is the future of one project of the of the project is questionable. So that's all they can pretty much say about it. Yeah. And I mean, so they're basically saying, you know, it's not going to happen. But I don't know how they had it. I don't know if they had like a Kickstarter for it or not. I didn't see one. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. There's no one that it's not like the, you know, uh, the whole Atari thing that's supposed to be coming out this year that as well, you know, that at least had a Kickstarter associated with it, but that's another, another topic for another day for that on, uh, but you know, I don't think the new Atari console is going to do a lot to break. I think that's more going to try to appeal to the nostalgia and then be able to play some, you know, low budget games basically for the Atari thing that's coming out later this year. But that's all I had for that. Just if we had Madbox, if you were following that, and God knows the whole two of you that were, you -hmm. will be disappointed that it may not be coming out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, since we're on um, other things we brought up, uh, we know, I think you have more news on, when the Nintendo Switch was doing a console revision for a new version coming out, like how they every two years or something, mm-hmm. they have their new Well, upgrade. yes and no. I mean, the official word from Nintendo right now is they're shooting down the rumor that it... Well, okay, no, no. Here's where you have to read between the lines. Because they say there will not be a revision at E3. But mm. that doesn't mean there won't be a revision this year. Yeah, it's coming so, out a little later. See, so. mine doesn't say a date. It's just saying um, it's just uh, people. They had a form going mm. of all the things, kind of all the big topics that they want to see in the revision. That Nintendo will ignore. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, with do re- with good reason. I was reading through the eleven biggest topics that the fans voted that they want in the new revision, and they don't want a new revision of the Switch. They want the next gen console. These, they're asking way too much for a revision. I mean, some of them are okay. Like well, this well one. let's go through them and see what they are, what they are, and see what can realistically be done and what can't be done. Okay, so the first one, 
it's this one can be done. It's good. every revision does this one. They want a bigger hard drive. The biggest complaint I've seen was everyone was saying oh, yeah. there's only like a 30 gigabyte hard drive on the Switch. Well, it's 32, which is uh, which I think that was a way to save battery at the time. I think that was like a battery issue because, you know, even though now that there's tablets and there's phones that have, you know, my phone has 128 gigabytes on it and my battery lasts all day on that thing. So see, I'm looking, they're saying like Odyssey alone, like I forget 10, I think they said. And yeah, so basically you have to buy a a micro SD card, which the good news is they, it supports up to a two terabyte micro SD. Is it two terabyte? But they don't make two terabyte micro SD cards yet. So I think the highest they go is one terabyte right now. And if you want a one terabyte SD micro SD card, you're, Yeah. Paying a pretty penny. So basically your best bet is to get a good deal, uh, like an Amazon flash deal on like a 512 or a 256. And then the plus side of that, though, is usually the Switch games are more compressed. So they're a lot smaller. They are a lot smaller compared to other games, but it still looks like they're pretty big. Like... They're saying here, a lot of people are saying they can only fit four games on and they have to delete them. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, so if you use the internal, but luckily I I was like, I needed it. Yeah, the storage I could see now, especially now that we're two years later and even your most common devices are having at least 100, like my phone having 128 gigabytes. At this point, there's no excuse to have, you know, that was just, that was a Nintendo thing being, you know, used making it, so, I'm guessing, do, being typical Nintendo of wanting to make it be the cheaper way. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, but moving on with the list, what else they got? So, the next topic is, um, I can say this one a little bit too, because uh, every console usually does that. They want to ramp up the horsepower of the console. Oh, yeah. They're, that was their second biggest complaint. They're saying it runs good they like it but the graphics aren't where they want it to be and it's like i guess when it works good on the handheld but putting it to the tv they're saying that you can notice the pixelation kind of it's choppy on the tv it depends it's some it depends with it's another one of those things especially with some of the third party games if you don't have a studio that knows what they're doing for porting to the Switch, like uh, I know Panic Button is really good at doing that. They did Doom, and that looks phenomenal on Switch, believe it or not. And uh, but then you have like uh, who who does Ark? Can't think oh, who uh, does Ark, but uh, I don't remember. But that well, Ark looks terrible on any console. But I mean, <laughs> I liked Ark. Ark was probably my favorite of. Uh... Survival just, games. It was wasn't bad. Is uh, the console for the PC versions where it's at for Ark? The console versions are like, oh my god, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they definitely. I think that that's another one. I think it depends on you know who's doing it. But I I know the the very mer- the very bare minimum should be sixty frames per second at this point. But you know, yeah, that's one thing they're not happy. Well, actually. Topic three is a branch off of the last topic two with the horsepower. They want a better screen because they're saying um, mm-hmm. gamers are spending thousands of dollars to ensure they can play the game in the highest resolution possible with increased horsepower would deliver better graphics when docked a better screen resolution. 
Yeah, they, the, the, well, what they were saying for as far as the one report coming from, I think it was the Wall Street Journal a couple months ago, was saying that they're replacing the screen with an OLED screen. Hmm. And, uh, you know, and that's supposed to be, you know, the more superior to give you, you know, I lost my thought right in the middle of it, but (laughs) damn it, I lost it again. Uh, but yeah, that's supposed to be the way they're going with that. Allegedly, we'll see if that happens. So cool. far, the, the the first three things can be possible. So <laughs> the fourth one is pretty much um, a problem that isn't resolved yet. We have it with everything we have: our phones, our laptops, everything. So you gotta expect it for this one, since any handheld wireless device is they want an increased battery lifespan. They say the lifespan lasts a decent amount of time, but not for a really long, uh, like when you're on a plane trip, you're going for a long distance Mm -hmm. for an extended period of time. And over time, they said after a year, Switch is already a year old. Two years years old. Two years, huh? So they're saying they're already noticing their lifespan of the battery fading and dying, that they pretty much get like two hours of battery time after two years, I guess, with it. Yeah, well, that happens with any device at that point, to be honest with you. Like, I remember my. Not really a fix for that yet. It's just over time, better batteries coming out, and they're coming out. It's just it's one of those things that's that's taken. Unfortunately, it's taken time to catch up to the rest of technology. Well, they get the batteries, they get the better batteries, but then they also add more stuff in that suck more. That sucks the power of said better battery. So, you know, it's it's a trade-off. But you know it hasn't been quite perfected yet to to where they can get that better battery, suck all the power, and still bigger, better battery. But got a little tongue twister going. Bigger, better battery. Say that ten times fast. Bigger, better battery. Bigger, better battery. Bigger, better battery. Bigger, bigger battery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so I was abused. Number this five. One, number number five. five. This one is um I can see. I played with the Switch controller and I did not like this. They don't like the Switch Joy-Con. I don't know what the Joy-Con. Joy-Con. I'm not a Switch guy, so I'm not sure what they're talking about. Yeah, they call about. them the Joy-Con. Uh, the, basically, the Joy-Con, yes. It comes with... Okay, I have a little... Do I still have... Okay, so basically, it's those two little... I don't have... My Switch is back there. I'm too lazy to get it. But then it comes with this little adapter that you can put, but it's a very small thing. And you slide your little Joy-Con into here, into here, and then it acts as, but it's a very, as you can see with my giganter hands here, it's a very small controller. Yeah, so that's two topics they have on that. One, they say make it feel like an actual controller. Mm. There's a lot of things that they're saying it's uncomfortable, and a lot of people are saying it's way too small. It's made for a child in an adult's hand. They can't really hold it. They can't grip it well. Yeah, I think the Joy-Con is not a terrible idea because on itself is not a terrible controller because, but it's kind of one of those things that's also not utilized like at all. So, you know, because it's got the amazing motion tracking and it's got the the little IR camera sensor that can do all sorts of things, but it's another thing that doesn't get utilized. I say just ship the thing with one of their pro controllers. Their pro controllers are one of the best gaming controllers there is. (laughs) That thing is so comfortable to use. I have that floating around somewhere too. And um, yeah, that's much, it's it's much bigger. It kind of resembles a steam controller. I don't want to say Steam. I've never used a Steam controller, so. 
I'm trying to think of the comfort level of what it resembles, but it's a very comfortable controller. I, I don't... The only thing I use is my Pro Controller when I'm playing the Switch. That's the only thing I will use. <laughs> but the next actual topic that was any relevance worth reading was uh, they want it more durable, but I say just stop dropping it. Just stop dropping it. I mean, uh, a lot of complaints are saying that... Um, I mean, the I, guess thing, this, I mean, this one. in all fairness, the thing is pretty durable. They Someone dropped it out of a from a thousand feet and only one of the Joy-Cons snapped off and broke. Hmm. So, well, I mean... This one came from a game informer called Taku and IGN. They were saying, a bunch of people from them, they were saying they have... Um, in their office alone, we've experienced a scratch, chipped screens, broken kickstands, snapped fence, and the Joy-Cons don't lock in anymore. What are these people the... doing to their thing, by the way? Like, I have no they... idea. Like, I put a glass screen protector on mine, and it was that was good. That's yeah. what I say. Just stop dropping it. Yeah. <laughs> they're but not... These, like, one. They're not, They're not like they're easy to drop, but it's not like, you know, they're, they're not like butter running through your hands. Like... <laughs> I guess they're well. I've seen people with their technology how they're uh, when they're done with it, they throw it. Like, I'm done. I, I guess if you have kids or something, who, you know, if you have kids who you know are used to their 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 nabby tablets or something where they're little bricks, and I guess that yeah. makes sense. They just they just toss it and they throw it like it's no big deal. I don't, I don't see it. I mean, I can see the scratches. But the scratches I could see, but yeah, the there's not much they can do to make it more durable though. Without yeah, making I mean, it it's... without without taking its sleek appearance away, because one of the things is it's got this very sleek design, it's very thin. Making it more durable, you're gonna make it thicker. Yeah. And unless you have some sort of shatterproof screen, but then the more durability that you get with it to make those kind of things your price is going to start going up yeah. instead of going down. <laughs> and two years into the life cycle, you know, you don't really want it to be going up in price. So, <laughs> yeah, that's just one of the things I think. I don't know what else was there. You said you got there's three more things, or uh, there was. I I wasn't going to touch them because they were they were minor things. Like they want add an Ethernet port to the dock. Um, that one, I think, yes, that should have been a no-brainer right there. But yeah, see that they probably put that one on. And then they want a USB port on the Switch itself. Um, For what purpose? <laughs> For what? I don't. I guess the plug extra. I don't know. That's, I'm, I'm just reading from the list. And then uh, I don't get. Give us better tasting cartridges. Uh, yes. I don't, I don't, I, I can't say I don't get that one. Okay. So basically what they did with the Switch is because the games are so small, they coated them with this like acetone type thing. So Wait, so people are eating them? Is that, I thought tasting, they were like better looking. He was making a joke. No, they, eating them? they they did this because they're small. So they were a choking hazard. So they did it to deter, deter like young kids from sticking it in their mouth. And then when they tasted it, they'd realize that because it's, it's I don't know if it's acetone, but whatever it's coated in tastes nasty. And then it became this viral internet challenge for people to lick their Switch cartridges. <laughs> so there are a ton of videos online of people licking their switch cartridges 
And wow. Yeah. So huh. that's okay, the I thing. guess I get that joke now. I, I understand the joke now. It's over. It was a huge thing when it came out and like people were doing it all the time and it was ridiculous. But all I really want, all I really want for the Switch, I want I want the ability to send messages to my friends because that's still something that's lacking in 2019. Don't have, huh. You'd think the, that they would have that. The Wii, for God's sakes, had a messaging system. Hmm. Granted, it was yeah, archaic they... and stupid, but it had a messaging system. Yeah, they should start setting that up. Yeah, all I want is a messaging system or a much smaller dock. Because the dock, I like, you know, I like being able to play on the TV, but the dock is so gaudy looking. I, I want, like, a nice, small little, like, you know, like, something I can plug into the back of my TV. Yeah. Like a Google Chromecast type thing, and then just, like, a little, and it picks it up automatically. Hmm. Kind of like a streaming thing. That's what I want for my Switch. Nice. But, yeah. So that's that with that. Maybe so, next week we'll do a challenge where we just lick. Well, I'll, I'll send you a switch cartridge and we both lick one and we'll see. I don't want that acid. I'll let you lick both of them. I'll lick them. I sort. You got to start watching some of these videos. You know they're they're ridiculous. I can't tell how real they are either. Like if people are overreacting or if they're really that bad, and I don't want to find out. But yeah, I I don't. Not interested. That's not a thing. But what else do we got? We have, uh, did we talk about Sonic yet? Uh, no, we did not. We did not so, talk about Sonic, which does also, coincidentally, does not have a free comic book associated with it. But Well, no, it doesn't. It did last year. Yeah, least. I know. That's why I was, like, looking. I was really looking at the list. I'm like, oh, God, maybe it does. But no, we, of course, we're talking about, what, the movie. Well... They are already, if you follow our page, you've seen, uh, we've re, we posted the tweet, they're already taking the design, the CGI, and redoing it and giving us a new design for Sonic. They pulled the trailer back, and they're reworking on Sonic. They're making him better, stronger, faster, pun intended. Which, which, which is weird to me, which, first of all, if you, if you saw the, the, the trailer, you know, he looked like, it looked like a really bad Halloween costume. Because Sonic had this super small head and these really long legs, and it was like... Yeah, it did look exactly like a bad Halloween costume. That's all I thought when I saw it. Yeah, because Sonic himself has like a big head and a small body. You know what I mean? So it's like, how, how do you get that wrong? But there's some people online saying that it's a publicity stunt. Like, to get people buzzing about the movie, which I don't know why you would want the negative, you know? Yeah, you'd think you'd want all positive stuff, but but hey. yeah, some people are saying it's like a thing they purposely did. They released that trailer, and they already have the uh, you know the other version in in the weights, and then which I mean I guess could have some credence to it because the movie comes out in November, so unless they delay the movie to fix it, then um, I guess they still have some. <clears throat> It's only their CGI they got to go through. If they get their programmers working overtime, they got time to fix it. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be crunch time because that's only what six months, if that. June, July, August, September. Yeah, no, six months on the dot. So, I mean, well, what was I it? guess if they they get, what for release date was a movie they released and they pulled back and they redid the movie, but I can't remember which one it was now. I am not sure, but you know, I'm not looking forward to this movie because I, I'm not a Jim Carrey fan. 
And especially in later years of Jim Carrey. <laughs> I like Jim Carrey, so I'll probably watch it for that. I, I, I liked him before he went psychotic. And, you know, aliens were everywhere and and hmm. uh and vaccines I mean, were bad and i don't know everything else hmm. that he's been a preaching thing, <laughs> well, it seems to be this movie kind of thing for all these animated they're getting a big actor to play it like i don't i don't really like any of them like this pikachu pokemon movie with ryan reynolds he's the selling point he's carrying that movie and i don't know people are they're all hyped for it i don't really like that one either don't like the sonic one don't like the pikachu one i have high hopes for the mario one let's hope it doesn't do cgi bad oh it will no uh people are saying that the detective pikachu movie is actually pretty good well some of the critics are not not saying it's some of them are saying it's kind of what you would expect it to be but and no interest in watching it here I'm going to check it out uh, just because I'm curious. And But uh, uh, one of the things about Detective Pikachu is they're saying that it was it, it was a safe way to do it because it was a safe and a smart way to do it because here you're taking, instead of taking the main characters, like have or even from the main characters from the video game or the main characters from the anime and trying to make a live CGI and then rooting it for everybody... They went and did a whole like side story where there's you know this isn't really a main game, not a mainline game. It's a spinoff, and you know it, it was a, they're saying it was a smart way to do it to avoid having a, a raging fan base because they mess with you know your precious timeline and <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where they. I mean, we'll have to touch upon this a little bit more next week. We're actually running out of time. I had one more topic I wanted to speed through really quick. Speed through it. Got, do it. Speed. Speed. Two minutes to do this one, so we got let me it. pull up the trailer here for this one. We have, in the lines of VR, the Oculus uh, has um, a new thing coming out, the Oculus Quest, which is now a powerful wireless VR headset, which is what they all should be, because the wire, I have it, it really gets in the way. The wireless is really plays uh, a big role. You see right here, there's no more wires into it. The Quest is launching with... Um, 50 plus games that offer a uh, six degree of freedom. So you have more movement, more control over the games that's coming out with it. Um, they're powered by Snapdragon processor, four oh, gigabytes damn. of RAM. We're not going to go into all the, I'm going to rush through, so we're not going to touch upon that. The controllers designed are now similar to the Rift Touch controllers, um, giving it the tracking rings, which are really good for helping it track with every, here I can actually. When's it? When's it coming out? Because that's what I, that's something I need to know. Just because one of the um, um, one of the clients I have for my job is actually Oculus, so <laughs> and I don't know anything about this yet. So, huh? Well, um, I didn't write down the release date. That would have been a smart thing to do. It's gonna be three hundred ninety nine entry points. They're saying some Oculus Quest shipped early from Walmart, but users can't see it or set it up. Huh. Oh, the official so launch is on May 21st, and the software May? hasn't released yet. There we go. So we got it coming up really soon. Yeah, Two, so... Three weeks. Three weeks. Here it is. I guess yeah. my company will be doing some sort of launch related to it, and good to know. I just really hope with this coming out now that they actually have some better games. Like, I have it. I play it quite a bit, but all the games are clones of each other. They're all the same. I haven't found an actual really good VR game, which kind of bums me out, because... If 
if you've been following the podcast, I'm huge into VR. Oh, yeah, we know. We know all about that. Yeah, so I'm hoping this really boosts things now. Get some, yeah, uh, get some really good might. games out there. It might. I like the idea that it's wireless uh, because I I have irrational fears of like choking myself with a wired headset, so... Uh, you won't choke yourself. You'll more trip yourself. That's a bigger fear. Well, my luck, I would trip myself, fall into a a bucket of water because I, you know, have a bucket of water just laying around, and I would drown and get electrocuted at the same time. Uh, Happy thought to end the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's a that's a good. That's a VR game in itself, right there. Let's make it happen. Kill yourself, VR. And with that, we're out of time. (laughs) Kill yourself.